0: What is going on, my beautiful people? It is your girl, Damia Shodi, the host and the creator of The Planter Podcast. This podcast helps millennials grow in their faith, their personal growth journey, and their lifestyle practices. So I wanted to give an introduction today to my guest. Um, Well, first of all, the topic we're talking about today is organizing your life. You know, I asked on Instagram, you know, what topics you guys would be interested in. And a lot of it was, how do I organize myself so I do what I'm supposed to do? And I literally have the best person possible to teach you that because she taught me. And on this podcast episode today, I have Nikki Boyd or At Home With Nikki. So Nikki is a social media influencer and professional organizer who shares tips on home organization, decor, and DIY projects. Her philosophy is that your home should not only function for you and your family, but should be your beautiful haven. She has had the opportunity to share her tips in media outlets such as Martha Stewart Living, First for Women magazine, USA Today magazine, Ebony magazine, and CNN. Traveling the world as a military spouse has allowed her the opportunity to gain a multitude of knowledge in how to run an efficient home filled with love and memories. So Nikki is one of those people on YouTube that really changed my life and you're You're going to hear me talk about that in the interview with her, that watching her videos helped me transform the way I do life and organize myself. And just in the little things of organizing things around my home has made such a big difference in how I operate in my work, and my school, and, and basically how I operate in my lifestyle. So you're going to get a lot of tips on how to get yourself organized so you can get yourself together and do what you're supposed to do. Um, this month of March is really focusing on giving you and equipping you with the tools to help you become a better leader, to help you become a better, um, you know, influencer and, and make sure that your ministry is on point and all of those things. So um, I really wanted to equip you with this podcast on how to get yourself together, how to get yourself organized. If you like the podcast so far, Don't hesitate to leave a review. You can leave a review um, below on this podcast. Um, Let people know about the podcast, like through your reviews. uh, It lets other people know about it. And the more people that know about it, the more people become a part of the Plans for Family. So do not hesitate to leave that review. And then also I have a survey, if you don't mind filling out, um, that's going to give me a little bit more information about you. So, you know, I can produce more um, for those who are listening. So yeah. And last thing, this is the second to last episode of this season. The season is going to end in two weeks. So I'm just saying, just putting that out there. But yeah, we're going to have episodes for the next two weeks as well. So thank you again for listening. I appreciate you for always tuning in and supporting the podcast. And the episode is going to start now. All right, everybody, thank you so much for coming back to The Planter Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be speaking about the basics of organizing your life. I asked on Instagram what topic um, people wanted to learn more about, and this was a very prevalent thing. Help me organize my life. So to speak with or to talk about this topic today, I have the best organizer that I know. I have Nikki Boyd from At Home with Nikki.
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: Hi, Nikki. Thank thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, We are so grateful that you're taking the time to just share your insight with us on how to organize.
1: Well, I feel extremely blessed to be able to be here and and share, you know, what I'm passionate about and what I absolutely love. So thank you.
0: Awesome. So kind of tell us who you are in your own words and what you do. Okay. Okay.
1: I am a now professional organizer who started out as a, a mother housewife and moved into YouTube. And it's, Kind of started with me sharing you know my home and my passion for organizing online and it transformed into me being able to start my own brick and mortar uh, professional organizing business so you know a military spouse traveled with my husband for years and uh, when he retired from the military he was like it's time for you to follow your dreams I thought maybe that was sitting on the sofa eating bonbons didn't know quite <laughs> quite uh, <laughs> what I wanted to do mm-hmm. but I God would would put me in that direction, and
0: this is this is the direction He put me in. And I tell
1: you, it has been absolutely amazing.
0: Awesome. So, kind of give us a backstory of how you got into organizing and built your company. By the way, I saw your video um, yesterday on um, how you've kind of put your office together, your new office, and it is amazing. Yeah. Yes.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, expanded a little and spread my wings a little bit and, you know, growing with my business. So it's, it's been a wonderful thing, but how I got started is, you know, I, you know, in figuring out what I wanted to do professionally or in my life, you know, I, you know, I just turned on the camera and just started sharing what I love and it's my home. I'm so passionate about organization in my home. And then over the years of sharing on YouTube and and building my following and, you know, revenue and coming in from that, which i would never thought that you could make revenue from uh, YouTube. And I had no knowledge about that when I started. Um, it allowed me to really take it to another level and start a business with it. And so I always believe that if you're passionate about something, that's the best way to, to know what you should go in business with, you know, uh, because it's not easy, you know, it's not easy. And so, um, I started by, you know, in my home and then I it grew into where I could move into a brick-and-mortar business, and now I help people not only in my community, but virtually online. So I help people all over the world uh, organize their spaces. So it's just, it's amazing. It's really amazing.
0: Was this something that um, kind of stemmed from childhood? Were you always somebody who liked to organize things, or this kind of developed over time, like especially being in the military?
1: Dommy, I was that kid. When my parents would tell me to go clean my room, I would be done in three minutes. Oh, wow. I, would, I would go put everything in the closet, everything under the bed. Oh, got would, it. Oh, it's clean. So my dad would go in and he knew my routine. He would open the closet door and <laughs> everything would tumble out. <laughs> so needless to say, this is a routine through my childhood. I was not a neat child at all. And I always had a lot of stuff. I had every Barbie doll, everything, You know, a lot of clutter. And then, when I left home and got my own place, I don't know. I had so much pride in having my own place that it was immaculate. My mom and dad they you know they were a little furious now, why can you keep your house clean but you mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. something about you know having my space and being able to have my first place in that pride that it it it's like a a light just turning on the light, and since then. I, you know, I've always tried to find systems that work for me. And then, you know, traveling with the military with my husband, we I had to be efficient because, you know, for me, um, a house is just not about being a house and, and having order. It's about creating memories and experiences and feeling love and and so it was stressful to always have to move. So I was always trying to find ways for my family to feel good when they came home and to feel loved and to feel happy when they came home. And organization is a big part of that, having a home that has order. Mm.
0: That's really interesting. I would have thought that uh, maybe, you know, you were like this when you were younger and then, you know, it just kind of blossomed from there, but it came from out of a place trying to make a home.
1: No, so for all those parents out there with those messy kids, there is hope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My mom should be listening to that. (laughs) It's true, because when I lived in my dorm, like, I kept my dorm really nice. But once I moved back home, I was like, "Eh, whatever. But being with her, she put me back into shape. So we're there. We're there. So like I was saying earlier, I asked people on Instagram, what is one topic that they needed help with? And, you know, people always say, I just need to get my life together. I just need to, you know, get more organized and this and that. And once I get that, I, I'll, I'll be good. So for someone whose life is disorganized, where is the first area they should start to organize?
1: Well, I think that they need to, to really... Understand the benefits of being organized because sometimes if we understand what we're going to get from it It can be our motivator to get organized So mm-hmm. you have to think about you know, what is the craziness around me causing and if I get it together? What will I get so is it reduced stress? Um, will I save money? Will I save time? And think about all the benefits first so that you can get that motivation, first of all. So that's the first step that I would say, you know, for someone. And then the second is to really understand how you work and really assess how you work and the things that you do and what what works for you. Because what works for you doesn't necessarily work for me or the next person. And I think it's important to be realistic in 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 that. So I think for everyone is to, you know, Create that motivation by looking at the benefits and then assessing how you function. You know, if you're that person that I'm not going to come in the house and put my keys in the proper place. Now, I may come in the house and drop it in a bowl. Then you know that it makes more sense for you to have a bowl by your door. You know, so things like that, just kind of realistically understanding how you work. So I would say just kind of, you know, that those are the two key things before you even start the process of um, decluttering and, and trying to um, move to the next step next step.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I, I, or I like the second point in particular, like understand how you work. So one of the first videos I ever watched of you was how you created like a workflow system um, to get your work done for YouTube. And I, you know, that particular day I was talking to my friend and I just felt so defeated that I didn't know what else to do. Like I knew I had a lot to do for this um, platform, but I was like, I don't even know where to start and she sent me your video just like oh you know I'm learning she's like I'm learning how to be a real woman through this woman she's teaching me this she's teaching me that and i was like okay let me let me look and then i watched a couple of videos and i was like oh okay and then i came across the workflow system and i kid you not like that same day, I remember I went to like Target. I went to, um, Dollar Tree and created a to do doing done board. Like tried to establish this whole workflow system, then got introduced to Trello. Um, and then just so many different things. Like, and, and I, you, I think your video gave me the confidence to take the time to understand how I like to do things. Yeah. so I think that whole summer I spent just really being intentional about paying attention to how, like how I do stuff how I like things to be done and then eventually developing a workflow system
1: and there's trial and error you know yes. I, I've been in this it's you you're not going to try a system and it works and everything comes together you know over the years I've tried things that have failed but it's about you know, keep going till you find what fits for you mm-hmm. and then great thing about kind of what I do and what other people do is you can see different ways that people work and try different systems yes. and get different ideas and inspiration. And some may work, and, you know, some may not, but you'll eventually get there if you, you keep trying.
0: Yes. Um, my big thing this year is exploration. And that's one thing that I want to um, always share with my audience that take the time to explore. I think sometimes we feel, especially as like content creatives and influencers that you have to always put things out all the time and it can become very stressful if you don't know how to how you know whatever system works for you like I have to do this I don't have time or maybe that was just my story like I always felt that I couldn't explore because I didn't have time I just I need to just produce I need to just do this I need to just do that but now I'm learning like no like take your time to understand how you work Try different things. It's okay if something doesn't work. And if something does work, yay, move on, you know, and you and you keep building.
1: Yes, because in the end, that's going to help you uh, bring better content to your viewers because you've taken the time to assess and make the smart decisions to, you know, make your system better so that what you put out is better.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. You ain't never lie. This whole yeah. season <laughs> is because of that. So... Um, how do you figure out what systems to implement in your daily life to keep you organized?
1: Again, it goes back to that trial and error. You know, I, you know, my life changes just like everybody else. You know, if I'm not doing the same thing that I was doing three or four years ago, you know, so of course, you know, my routine has changed. And so it's about assessing and saying, okay, you know, I'm feeling stressed when I leave the house every morning. Something's not right. What can I do? to tweak this. So okay, I'm going to make sure the bag is by the door. I'm going to make sure this and see if that works, you know. Um also reducing, you know, I got too much on my plate. I got I got to take some things down. So just uh, that assessment for me is huge, you know, just always evaluating, you know, my lifestyle and my systems and making sure that they coordinate. And they're going to they're going to change, you know. Mm-hmm. I you know, it's, it's, it's going to change. for example, you know, it was that I was coming home every night trying to cook dinner for my husband and things. And I mean, it was stressful after working, you know, being an entrepreneur and working long hours and then coming home and trying to, you know, do that. And I was like, you know what, we got to switch up. You know, we got to share this role. We both leave the house, you know, early, we both come back, you know, so we got to switch it up. So we went to alternating nights. I cook one night, he cooks the next. And it's been wonderful.
0: Mm. It's been
1: wonderful. So Mm -hmm. about just, those systems, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And how do you par- prioritize like what's important, like what you should be focusing on and what you kind of can just leave to the to the side for now?
1: So uh, one thing that, you know, in starting my business in the last two years that I got away from was myself, taking care of myself as much. And so I, I stopped and I said, you know, God, you know, get me back on track, help me get back on track. So one thing that I have started doing is making sure that one, he's first when I get up 2 I'm second in taking care of myself because I have to take care of myself in order to take care of my business and take care of my home. And a lot of times we forget about that and we put ourselves last and we can't do that in sustain. Mm -hmm. So I think that's huge for me um, as far as putting priorities in my life and understanding, you know, The way things should flow and it really makes things better when I do that, you know, and I'm not, you know, losing out I'm actually I'm have more energy. I feel better and things are coming together, you know better And so of course when you put God first it always works out that way. So, you know, just knowing those priorities have helped me hugely
0: right and i'm just curious are you like an early morning person or? Like what is the timeline of your day? Like somebody could say well, I don't think I have time to, you know, do all of that before I got to go to work and all that stuff. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I am definitely not a morning person at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mornings are not my my time. And I have this thing called sparkle time. I feel like sparkle time is that time of day that you're your best. You know, it's like, for me, it may be morning for you. And so what I try to do is I try to do those things where I need to be creative and I need to think things out like um, what videos are my video content or things where you have to be creative. I plan during my sparkle time. Because that's when my mind is at its best, you know, in the morning, that's the worst time for me to try to work on those things. So I try to work on routine things, you know, things, checking emails, things that don't really take creativity because I'm not at my best at that time. So I can get, still be productive. um, But what I'm producing is still better, if that makes sense. Yeah. So just understanding your sparkle time is huge, you know, understanding when is your prime time of day and then... Um, make it you know putting together a schedule for yourself that has your roles and have the different things that you do accommodate you know the best times of the day for you.
0: Ah, okay, got it. So I think it goes back to understanding how you work, really
1: yes, exactly, exactly
0: okay, so kind of going back to your organization process um when you look at at a space. Um, when you see a place that needs decluttering, what is your creative process on how to organize it and maximize that space?
1: So basically, with m- my whole organizing style, I have a, a six step process. So the first thing is to assess the space, you know, because a lot of times we have a space and we may not be using it in the best way. You know, you have a dining room that you never use, but you have six kids that you homeschool. Well, that needs to be a homeschool room mm-hmm. um, Then, from after assessing the space I, I like to go in and declutter remove everything from that space that does not have a purpose and does not need to be there because it's basically just getting in the way uh, my third process is to clean the space you know clean it out once you declutter that's the perfect opportunity to get in there and clean the space and the next I like to implement systems you know, that's where the organization comes in. OK, you know, do I need my inbox on my desk here? Do I need an inbox? So just finding those ways in the room, because now it's decluttered. Now it's cleaning. You can think a little bit more and create those systems. So after you know creating systems in not only my home, but others home, I, I talk to everyone about making it beautiful. Every space that you have needs to be beautiful. You're beautiful. We all have a different version of what's beautiful to us. But when you walk in the space, it needs to make you feel good. And after you have it organized and clean, that's the perfect time uh, to implement that. And then my final touch is always to create that experience. You know, I believe when someone comes to your your home, they should leave with a beautiful memory they should leave with a great experience. And so implementing those things in your office, in your home, that gives not only you, but your family and friends a great experience. You know, it could be um, having a special coffee at your office or your special mug on your desk. It could be having a gift drawer in your entryway. So when people leave your home, you know, you can give them just a little something, you know, uh, and it doesn't have to be much. But figuring out ways in your space to make it special to you and your family, you know, and that's huge. That's huge.
0: I like that. Um, I think number one, that system works so well, um, kind of analyzing what you have and then working with that. And then I like the idea of creating experience. And I learned that from you. I remember I watched a video where you were like, like, if you have a meeting with your employees, you, um, you know, you don't just have the water and water bottles, you, or like, you take the wrappers off to make it look more, um, appealing. And then you put food in like dishes rather than just keeping them in the package itself and, um, just making the place look good. Even I saw on one, you, like, the fruit, like how you design the fruit. It was like, it was like a centerpiece. And I was like, wow, like you are really teaching us to kind of really up our game in how pre- like to present something like presentation does matter and making some place feel more comfortable. Um, I don't know. To me, I was like, wow, that really kind of transformed my mind that, OK, like I want people when they come to my space um, to feel welcomed and to um, just feel comfortable like yeah. even to the way that you, um, you like I guess if guests come to your house, you're like you prepare breakfast like earlier. You prep it in night overnight, and then you prepare it in the morning, and then it's already warm by the time they get there. But they don't have to bother you. They don't have to wake you up. You're you're you know you're back in your bed, but they are taken care of like all of these things. I'm seeing they they matter.
1: Even from the simplest thing with your family when you serve dinner at night, just wiping the plate. You know, sometimes we just dump the food on the plate. Just take, take a napkin and make sure their plate doesn't have drippings. And something as simple as that can make someone feel special. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't have to be a huge effort or take a lot of time, but just, you know, putting your love into everything that you do when you're in your home and, and someone else is in your home.
0: What are some of your favorite things to do to help people or make people feel more comfortable? Like if they're staying at your house, like what yeah. are some things that you like to do?
1: I love doing breakfast in bed. So what I do is I, I'll i create a menu and I'll slide it under their door and, or I'll hang it on the door. And so I'll tell them, you know, just, you know, fill it out, whatever you want, slide it in the door, and then I'll bring you breakfast in bed in the morning. And they love that. They, I mean, they love that. And that's something that I've just always loved doing.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah. That sounds so nice. <laughs> I need to stay in your house. Like, <laughs> my friend, Jimmy, she was like, if I stay there, I'm not leaving. She's like, why would I leave? Where am I going to go? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) wow, that's nice. Um, And also, I saw one video of uh, you made like a coffee tasting. I thought that was so cool. Yes,
1: yes, I love coffee. So I thought that was just a a nice twist to the norm. And I'm always wanting to do things that are a little different than what we think of, you you know. The typical thing, so I'm always. That's my mind is always going with things like that.
0: Kind
1: mm-hmm. of a little over the top and crazy, but they roll. My guests roll
0: with it. <laughs> I'd roll with it too. Okay, <laughs> and and I think you've done such a good job in simplifying it to the like, even to the dishes that we use. So you always recommend using like white dishes because it's kind of what I say it can be used at any season. It looks good no matter what. Like, you know, cause in my mind, I'm thinking when I have my own place, oh, I'll just get the prettiest things and they'll look like this and like that. But it's like, you want things that will last and will always look good. And I was like, hmm.
1: Yeah. And things that you can tweak easy and not have to spend money and you get different looks and, you know, yeah. And I've learned that as being a military spouse because a lot of times, every time we moved, the house was different, mm-hmm. you know? so it you know if you had bought something in one house it may not look good in the next house so yeah. i always simplify things to where i could make them very versatile you know
0: mm-hmm. even to um organizing the place sometimes with just neutrals and then adding pops of color that you also kind of change out throughout the season i thought that yeah. was interesting
1: yeah your most expensive pieces you know such as the furniture and painting the walls the things that you know take more money keep those neutral and then your accessories keep those in the colors because if you want to change it, it's cheaper to change accessories than, you know, a sofa. Mm
0: -hmm. So in like still talking about organizing now, um, what are your favorite workflow tips that help you get things done for your business and at home?
1: Okay. So one tip I would say for my business is my planner. You know, I, you know, having, a personal assistant is what I call my planner. Having that go to where I don't have to keep everything in my head. You know, I think that we all need you know somewhere to dump things out of our head. And I, for me, it's about writing it down. So if I can write it down, then I don't keep thinking about it. You know, if I don't write it down, then I'm like, okay, I need to I need to put this on my calendar. I need to do this. You know, but once I get it where in that planner, I'm good. I can release it. So I think having whether you do digital planning or you know you you know love um, a hard planner. I think just having somewhere to keep track of your schedule um, as far as work. So that, that's key for me. And then two, when I leave work, making sure that my desk is cleaned off, making sure that my office is neat, because that impacts my next day so much. You know, you want to walk into a, a, a place that welcomes you, that is organized and ready for you to start your day and be very productive. So taking that moment to clean up after uh, I leave. Now, you know, one thing, a tip that a friend shared with me for home Years ago, and it, it it so works is when you get home from work, put your bag down, but don't stop. Go straight into cleaning, getting ready for the next day for one hour. Turn on that favorite show, uh, whether you know whatever you like to watch for that one hour, and just hustle for that one hour, and then you're done. The rest of the evening is yours, and it feels so good because we don't we come home and then we get distracted by mail or we get distracted by this. Before you know it, it's eight o'clock. But if you consciously take that one hour and just hustle and get it done, you're already coming in from work and you've been working. So you're in that mode. Then by five o'clock or six o'clock, the rest of the evening is yours and you you're still ready for the next day. You still have dinner out. You still have the house clean. So that has been great for me.
0: Mm, OK. And do you like when it comes to dinner, do you prep your food the night before or You just kind of throw something together that's pretty easy. You can just take out of the fridge and put together.
1: A lot of times it depends. You know, if it's something that is, it should be prepped and I can prep, I do try to prep it. But um, a lot of times we have marinated like chicken and stuff. So yes, we will prep it or can cut up veggies, but I don't always hit it, you know, uh, you know, hit and miss. So I don't always prep, but I try to, if I can, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah, just make
1: life easier. I keep a prep tray in my fridge so that I can prep. And then just tuck it in the fridge because then it's just about dumping that food in the pot (laughs) and cooking it up. So right. But meal planning is to me, that is one of the best things that you can do for yourself when you're sitting down on Sunday evenings and you're watching your favorite show meal prep, because the worst thing in the world is come home and, and like, okay, what are we doing for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? What do you, that to me is stressful. So if you just take that one day a week and meal plan, it really can take a load off of you during the week. Yeah.
0: That is another thing that I did learn from you. I think you have a video about how you meal prep and then um, the tray, like how you put yeah. even to the measurements, like you have it ready. Yeah. So when you're ready to cook it, um, it's there.
1: It's just done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just done. And, and a I- crock pot. pot, that could be, if you're busy, that could be one of your best friends because you can put that on in the morning. And when you come home, you know, dinner's done.
0: Mm -hmm. I would say um, meal planning is definitely just to add on, like that has changed how I eat and has definitely allowed me to be a lot more healthier in how I'm, you know, what I'm consuming and making better choices. When you don't have to think about what you have to eat, it just makes life so much easier because I like to eat. So, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, if I can just eliminate that, like pick a day or, or something to cook some food or know what I'm going to have the next day, I don't know, it just relieves a lot of stress.
1: It does. It does. And it saves money. Yes. I mean, if you think if you're buying meals by the day, you know, you're you're not saving money and you're not really planning it out, so you're probably spending more than you should, along with you have the stress. So you're you know, you're spending your money and your stress. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. So, how do you think God has used your gift to transform people's lives?
1: You know, he he you know, at the beginning, I must say that I did not think or know that this was the path that I was supposed to be on and I was confused. And I would pray to him and say, you know, am I supposed to be doing this? You know, when I was doing the YouTube videos and things like that. And then, you know, I tell the story all the time. I'm laying in my bed one night, you know, going through these thoughts and I get an email and it's from a lady. And she says, I just want to let you know that I have been, her husband had died. She had three kids and her, and she has been in her bed literally for two years. And she said, she was in her bed, watching one of my videos. And for the first time she got up, she cleaned out her refrigerator. She packed lunches for her kids. She sent me a picture. And she said she went out and she bought herself a beautiful teacup. And you're talking about my tears just flowing. Because that was my confirmation from God that this is what I am supposed to be doing. Because by simply sharing you know, the things that work for me, the tips that I have, it could be a motivator for someone else. And truly, I mean, change someone's life drastically. And you don't even know it. That's why what we say and do. It's just so important because we don't know how it's affecting someone else. And so he he took something that I'm passionate about and that I love, and he's just allowed me to make friends with people all over the world and help people all over the world. And, I mean, I feel just – I feel so blessed that he chose me to do this. I really do.
0: Yeah, your calling is just so unique. Like, like you were saying that you would never have thought that you could – create a career out of that and I've never seen anybody like you before or what you're doing so it is really unique like um you I think you even host workshops for like planners like like how people can use their planners better I think you create planners you um reorganize people's homes and their spaces and it's just so interesting um and I'm definitely um, one of those people that have been touched by your videos because I pff, didn't know what my up for my down was in regards to organization until I saw um, you. And then it really helped me create systems in my own life. And now I'm able to, you know, be a little bit more efficient now and kind of have my grounding a little bit more based on what you've produced so shoot, I'm one of those people too that will tell you that no, God definitely use you um, in and use your gift. And one thing I like about it is it's one of those gifts that I don't know, like you know, we know all you know, we we know certain gifts that are talked about in the Bible. If you can encourage, if you can prophesy, you're a teacher and all those different things. But there is there is, I think the gifts of God are so vast. Yes. Yes. Like, it's just so, it's one of those things that you, we, we need you in in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's a gift that, you know, some people may think that it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. I'm really, I'm just really good at administration. I'm just really good at organizing. I'm just really good at this, but that doesn't really mean anything, but no, Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. I think once you submit that thing to God, he can blow your mind with what he'll do with it.
1: It's amazing. It is amazing. And and that's how and he just he confirms so much of how amazing he is in the things that the gifts that he gives us. You know, it's just it blows your mind. It really blows your mind. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I would if you would have asked me 10 years, 20 years ago, if I if you would have showed me the future, I wouldn't have believed it. I would like, oh, my goodness. I would have never thought this would be, would be the journey that I was on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love it. I have a question too. Like sure. were you somebody who was always like had an entrepreneurial mind, or this kind of just developed as you started to do YouTube?
1: Oh no. I've been an entrepreneur since I was probably three years old. Okay. I was that little kid in the neighborhood, you know, getting rounding off with all the kids to start our little business and I mean I've always had something that I always had that drive to have a business and do a business. And so, um, you know, it's nice to finally find one that is my fit and what I should be doing. But, oh yeah, I've always had that desire.
0: Mm -hmm. That shows me that nothing that we've done goes to waste. Um, Some people may think that the interest that they had when they were a child means nothing. Um, And, you know, as you get older, you think that you're supposed to go a different path. Um, but I guess the how would I say the trail has already been laid out for you, and you were already like living out what you were supposed to do um, even before you even realized it. So yeah. I ask that question because I just want people to understand. Like, look back at what you've always done when you were a child to figure out um, what exactly you're supposed to be doing. Because this platform is to encourage people to. Um, find and then also walk through their purpose and walk through the things that God is calling them to do. So one place to start is what did you like to do when you were younger?
1: Oh uh, yes so when I you know when I was a kid but besides the business because I've always had some type of club I would start clubs and businesses um, but I also you know I the leadership so I, I was always on the dance team I was captain of the dance team and did things like that. And I always was, you know, that leadership. I always wanted to lead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was never a follower. I was always a leader. And, and I entertaining, even as a little girl, I had so many tea parties at my house and I made everyone. Oh, wow. And, you know, my mom would give me a little bit of this and that from the kitchen and I would have to, everybody wait outside. I'll let, tell you when to come in. So I was always that little girl. Yes. You know, even as a teenager, you know, even in my crazy teenage years, my mom, she was always big about taking me places to learn how to set a table and to little workshops and things like that. And I went through a phase where I was not interested in it as a teenager, but she still um, kept me involved with those kind of things so that when I did go into my home, I, I picked it back up and loved it, you know. But um,
0: That's no, interesting.
1: I like said it's so key because, you know. It's a journey, you know, and I think about all the businesses and things that I did that, you know, crazy stuff. But it was a part of my journey. And I, you know, I took a little bit from each one of those to get to where I am at now.
0: That is really interesting. You see? Eh, Mm -hmm. God is something interesting. That's That's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) So if you had one seed to plant, what would that be? So by seed, I mean like a life life lesson that you live by. Or some type of information that you think everybody should know. What would that one thing be?
1: I think the one thing for the one thing for me is, you know, no matter what your situation is and no matter, you know, what you're going through, you know, home is important and we all have a home and it and, and it may be a little cardboard box, it may be a big mansion but we're all going to go through things, but always make your home that beautiful place where you can retreat to, you know, and, and I think that in, in, I think people underestimate the importance of having a, a home, not a house, a home. And so that's the one thing I'm always trying to get um, my message out. And, and that's the message that I have for everyone. And whether you live in an efficiency apartment, you make it your palace. And you look at it as a fairy palace. You have that pride in it Um, because a lot of times we can be on Instagram and we can look at everyone's homes and we can have these, you know, feelings of envy and this. And that's we shouldn't. What God gave us is what we should have right now. And he wants us to live beautifully and make it your special place. And so that's what I'm always promoting. And I'll be promoting it for years. But it's all about, you know, your home. Awesome
0: advice. Um, are there any resources that you'd recommend, any books, podcasts, apps? And then tell us where we can connect with you.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I do want to recommend a book, Dami, and it's actually my book.
0: Ooh, okay. Yes,
1: I have just uh, wrote my first book. It's called Beautifully Organized, and I have been writing it for the past year. And I tell you, it has been my baby And so I have you're you're kind of one of the first people that I've I've, I think I've interviewed with a magazine and told them but you're the second person that I've announced it to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it um, you can get it on Amazon. It's on pre order now, but it's I put my heart and soul into it. So it's it's a beautiful pictures and. All my tips and how to, you know, those six steps that I talked about. How to, you know, different tips that you can use to bring it in your home. And you can find me at, at home with Nikki.com. Um I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Uh, YouTube, at home with Nikki. It's N-I-K-K-I, and uh, that's that's the name that's everywhere with uh, me. So, oh
0: so wow, thank you so much for sharing that. I will definitely link that below. Well, that's exciting.
1: Thanks. I'm so excited about it. I, I it it it's amazing that and again it goes back to god in that journey i never thought i nikki would write a book i never would imagine that wow and to have held it in my hand i'm like i, I was just blown away i, I was imagine.
0: i was blown away yeah. yeah well nikki thank you so much for coming on the podcast i had such a good time speaking with you and just listening really woman of so much wisdom so thank you so much
1: thank you so much for having me it's such a blessing to be able to come here and talk with you thank you you're welcome all
0: right guys that is the end of the podcast thank you so much for listening if you are liking the podcast and you want more people to know about it please leave a review on apple Podcasts. um the more reviews that we have the more people will know so leave that review and also if you have any questions just send me an email at hello at the or just dm me on instagram i'm always there so yeah i want to hear from you thank you so much for listening and i'll speak to you on the next episode bye Thank you so much for listening to The Planter Podcast. If you are absolutely loving the content that The Planter is creating, we'll go ahead and subscribe to The Planter on iTunes. For more updates and staying connected with me, you can also subscribe to The Planter at theplanter.com. So that's T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. To become a part of our community, you can find us on Facebook at The Planter Community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you. And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll speak to you on the next episode.